change the things we can and handfuls of sedatives to understand the mind of a liberal. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Any man in this room over 40 knows if you would have actually showed up for a bike ride when you were 12 wearing a helmet, you would have needed the helmet to keep your head from caving in while your friends were pelting you with rocks. Dorco, what's with that plastic hat? Cut it out. You dented my basket. I'm telling my mom. the pleasure of growing up in America before the lawyers took it over and ruined it on us. And yeah. In my day, if a kid fell off the monkey bars and chipped a bone in his arm, that was tragic, but it was funny to the rest of us. It certainly wasn't reasons to take the monkey bars off the playground. We all did dumb things. That's how you learn not to do dumb things. C.S. Lewis said suffering was God's megaphone. That's right. You do dumb things, it hurts, and then you learn not to do it. That's the America I grew up in. <laughs> I really love that clip. I needed a Friday a Friday clip that made me smile, you know. Uh, it's been a heavy week. Woo. Um, a heavy couple of weeks, to tell you the truth. Uh, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. And uh, what a show I have for you today. Holy cow. I have uh, Dr. Judy Mikovits today, and uh, she will be amazing in person. Uh, she's speaking here and locally, and I'm really, really excited to have her in studio. Talk about a woman with cojones. <laughs> She's incredible, isn't she? Um, I just love her whole approach to this because, you know, she worked with Fauci and really tried to expose him for the fraud that he is. And I wish the world knew. wish the world knew. She's written some wonderful books. Oh, you can't put them down. And she fills in a lot of the spaces and holes that uh, haven't been talked about in her uh, 2020 um uh, book, uh, what was the name of it? Uh, I'm trying to remember. It was uh, Plague of Corruption. And you won't be able to put it down. It's that good. And she she knows her stuff. And she is she's really honest. She's just uh, sharp, uh, smarter than all get out, and uh, just an amazing woman. So I'm really honored to have her here. And, and then, of course, Epic Times um, has two journalists on the last hour that they want you to pay attention to that have written stories for the Epic Times, and uh, we'll be doing that in the last hour. And then that last segment, I'll, I'll take some calls and, and so forth. But uh, you'll be able to call in in the next hour and talk to uh, Dr. Judy Mikovits. So um, I was thinking about that Monkey Bars clip. And I was just kind of thinking back, you know, um, I, we were watching Invincible, the movie Invincible, when my husband um, was getting over all, all this stuff. And, and uh, there's, a, there's a famous scene in Invincible where all the guys are playing football as adults, right? Uh, just like they, they used to as kids. This is the movie about, uh, isn't it Vince Papali, uh, the football player? So um, back in the 70s. And so there's this iconic scene and, and the men are playing football. And they're in the mud and the rain and they're just having the best time and sort of reliving their, the childhood they spent, you know, doing this. And they look like, like men, they walked like men, they talk like men. 
and they're playing a, a man's game. And I just thought, you know, good old America. Sometimes we don't realize how good we have it until we start to really lose these parts of it, you know? And, and now we have the battle, battle for gender and the battle for, um, um, you know, discovering who you are and metrosexual male and, and the very feminine male. And, um, and I was thinking, you know, I was uh, thinking about uh, Governor Cox and I was thinking, you know, it's just it's so strange to not see. If you look at pictures of the 70s guys, the 70s males, you know, they look like men, Right. And we don't, we're, we're, we're losing that. And, and I, for one, over here, woman over here, I'm, I'm rather horrified. And we need you guys more than ever. And we need, um, we need good male father figures and good male um, examples. And I'm, I, I just, I, I really mean that. There was an article today, and the reason I brought it up was because they have a new version of It's Raining Men, the song. Remember that song? Ugh, I know, it's awful. But remember it? It's now called It's Raining Them. <laughs> what? It's Raining Them. I I don't What do you What do you say to that? Yeah. Uh thanks, you know. Disco was hard enough to deal with, but come on, really? Uh, and uh, I feel like there's this battle. We have the COVID lie battle. We have the Afghanistan lies, that battle. We have a uh, president with dementia who's a puppeteer, uh, a puppet uh, with puppet strings that are kind of visible now. Um, it's just a, it's just insane. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. It's raining, man. <laughs> that is hilarious. Are you kidding me? I know. I, I'm sick. I'm totally sick right now. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, I had to call in because you started this hour out on humor. And, you know, I just wanted to point out how humor might be one of our last bastions for people to finally actually have some. I'm I think so. I, I'm with you on this. Oh, my I mean, gosh. And I, you know, I do a lot in the humor department. We have so many of those other sports. Yeah, the only ones being heard, and we need more of these right wing voices out in our in our. Uh, you know, yeah, we do. Telling women it's okay to be women and men it's okay to be men. I mean, why aren't more um, talk show hosts saying this? Why are we not saying this as a whole? I mean, I, I'm horrified at what's happening. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And we need more voices from both sides out on both sides. I agree. I so agree Just with you. Just wanted to, if I can, real quick, promote something. Hey, sure. we are bringing that to town. We have an open mic starting in September every Thursday. Awesome. If you've got great ideas and you can put it in a humorous way, please come out. That's come nice. Out. Where? 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 Come out where? We're going to be doing this at the Zion Brewing Station 2, right there across the street from the Pizza Factory okay. on Main Street. All right. Thursdays. Sign up for at 7. Show starts at 8. I love every Thursday. Every Thursday, starting in September. Love this. Perfect. Thank you. Really appreciate that. Awesome. Thank I, I, you so much. Yeah, you bet. I just, I love stuff like that. So you want me to, you want to be sick for a moment? I don't know. I don't know if that's the version or not. It's horrific. But anyway, <laughs> um, I don't, that didn't sound very disco-ish, did it? Uh, so yeah, they are, they're, they're really... They're, 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 they're at every angle, is all I have to say. And 
And, you know, this week's been really hard because I want to say this again without trying to sound like a broken record, but I'm getting a lot of messages from people, a lot of messages and a lot of people being put on on ventilators. And I think, in my own opinion, without being a doctor, (laughs) um, but doing research for 19 solid months of my life um, and... I think I actually knew a little bit more when I walked in there. Um, Anyway, I just want to say that there's a lot of people whose loved ones are being um, uh, thrown on ventilators. And that used to be the worst case, worst, worst, worst case scenario because it's that dangerous and it seems to be happening a lot and they seem to be talking people into it a lot, which is really scary. And I have a lot of loved ones that don't quite know how to handle the situation, right? A lot of people that their person is in in there and you have a really short window you have about really 24 to 48 hours to get them on high dose vitamin c and a woman contacted me from from um the east coast and she said well the doctors said no and i said that that doesn't matter you just say no you're gonna do it that's you have patients rights uh, you can you can tell them they have to. They have it at the hospital. And, and can you imagine a hospital saying, we won't give you vitamins? That's disgusting. That's evil. Come on. And so uh, you obviously can't hurt them, right? So uh, that people are having a hard time finding their backbone. And it's been really discouraging, really discouraging. So they, they, they want to be polite and they want to be so nice and they don't want to offend and, and doctors are not used to getting told no. And a lot of the doctors I found didn't know what they didn't know anything about really any. I, it was really difficult <laughs> to watch. I saw a lot of arrogance. I saw a lot of, uh, you know, you're going to do what I say. And that's how that's going to go. And uh, and and the protocol is is horrific and pathetic and, and in my in my opinion, evil. So please get a backbone. You have a choice. And you have a very short window. You either fight like hell or you start making burial plans because that's kind of how it's going right now. So they won't treat pneumonia. They're, they're, they're treating a mystery, elusive, killer plague that they don't know anything about. So they're trying all these things. And, and um, I, I, from my experience, without being a doctor, <laughs> I have to keep saying that, I just want you guys to know, oh, my gosh, just, oh, my gosh. Um. You have to find that inner strength to call it out and say, no, you will do this for my loved one and you will do it now or I will remove my loved one from the premises. So I don't know what else to say other than you have just got to find that strength to do that. And if you can't do that, then just right now, just kind of accept whatever they're going to do to the patient because very few get off the ventilator. So. And I don't know after watching, you know, after watching my husband and and the success he had, uh, why in the world you wouldn't want to duplicate that. I have a really hard time with watching that and ignoring it and saying that, that, oh, that's just a coincidence. (laughs) No, it's not. So I'm trying, I'm, it's been really trying and it's really hard. And I just, I'm so sad. (laughs) I'm so sad for people because uh, these are things I don't think should be happening. And, and I question those, I question those that would stand there and knowing what, knowing what could help and refuse to do it because of their ego. So 
and because of the protocol that they think they have to worship. So please, please just, just get strong, just get strong, just get strong for your loved one. And, uh, and you tell them because you have all the power, you have all the rights, they don't, and they need to hear it from you. And I saw, you know, very few people acting with real medical sense. And so please, uh, please, please, please be strong and, and save your loved ones because they're worth it and you have to do it and you're just going to have to find it within yourself. Um, when I come back, I want to ask a question. Um, I want to ask a question and I want you to call up too, because I want to kind of change the trajectory of this hour. But I want to know what industries are booming right now. And I'm going to tell you a few things when I come back, but I want to know from you what industries are doing really well. If you're doing really well right now, I want to hear about it. 888-673-1450. Be right back. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Yeah, that's, it's raining them. It's raining them. Wow. Um, <laughs> what do you, I just, okay. Uh, I, I don't know what else to say. Oh, you guys, I, you guys, what are we going to do? All right. Welcome back to the show. Of course, I'll take your calls. I really do. I want to know what industries are booming right now. Um, I was, uh, I was doing some research on this and it's kind of interesting, like tiny homes. So that's, that's, you know, that's going strong. Um, just all kinds of different industries. And so if you're in an industry that's booming, I want to hear about it. And, uh, and also, so we can all learn from it. Also, I just want to mention garage doors only. These folks are great folks. Let me just tell you. And uh, they're doing a heck of a job. And they did my own garage doors. And so I'm telling you, I love mine. You'll love yours. And they have the greatest techs. They're incredible. And you get somebody on the phone <laughs> locally that will actually help you. Isn't that great? Because when you're dealing with the big box stores, the ones that are masking their employees, which I just abhor, um, I, I will tell you, it's harder. It's harder to, to get where you need to go. Go with the locals. Always shop as local as you can. And I really support uh, what Garage Doors Only is doing. And they also service Nevada too and Utah. So make sure that you uh, get over there and give them your business and tell them we sent you. They are a great outfit. You'll love these guys. All, you have to dial 435 no matter where you are in the area, but 435-868-1200. 435-868-1200. You will love them. Um, and so just make sure um, that you give them your business. And, um, oh boy, I... <laughs> Uh, so Dixie Center tomorrow, Judy Mikovits, uh, they're playing Plandemic, which is going to be fantastic, by the way. Uh, so you're, you're going to want to be a part of that. And that's at the Dixie Center all day long. And um, she'll be on the show uh, shortly. So I love that, too. I just wanted to give you just kind of a heads up on a couple of things. Majority of Americans, they say in the polls, which I actually don't believe, uh, favor vaccine mandates for crowded events like concerts. I don't believe that for a hot second. The majority of the country does not feel the way that the minority do. Um, but they'll lie and tell you they do. 
just just because they they want you to they want you to feel defeated. The other thing is the FBI finds scant evidence that Capitol Hill riot. <laughs> it's a riot. Unarmed people taking selfies is the new riot. Um, was organized uh, or attempt to overthrow elections. So they're saying there was scant evidence. You mean the scant evidence that you guys did? That scant evidence? <laughs> okay. Um, having had it out with the uh, spokesperson for the FBI, that Jim, um, uh, and he called me a liar over and over, even though everything I said about what happened on January 6th came to be true. Um, they are on this crusade, right, to, to villainize. Well, there's just not much there. Why? Because they were taking selfies and the police waved them in. That's why. So there's that. So I just wanted you guys to be very aware of that. Uh, and I know you are. I know you're right on top of it. Uh, it's just always alarming to me when I see these headlines. And, um, and I, was, I was talking with a, a liberal last night and the liberal was like, I will lose faith in the conservative movement if you guys don't acknowledge that you had a riot. And I'm like, well, you're going to acknowledge that Antifa did more damage on one city block um, or even in, in, in 10 inches of a city block than, than any Capitol rioter did? I mean, give me a break, you know? But they want us to call it a riot and they want us to call it an, an insurrection. And they want to, because you know why? They don't have a lot to work with when it comes to conservatives. We're not violent. We're not thugs. We don't bully. We're not, uh, we don't do things like this. So they had to take the scantiest little tiny shred of us walking into a building, which at the very worst would be trespassing to turn it into the big circus uh, clown show that they are with the insurrection. And it's really, really sad to to watch this happen. And also a Capitol, a person that was at the Capitol and accused, uh, accused of egregiously violating release terms by accessing internet and watching symposium on election fraud. Yes, how dare he watch the election fraud that was exposed, which has ample evidence. <laughs> how dare he? How dare he? How terrible, right? Can you believe this? Um, also, they're doing now a daily clock in Salt Lake. Uh, in Utah now, uh, they're saying 216 people are involved in the daily COVID-19 case count because the test is so fraudulent. So they just want you to know that they are counting kids with some form of something that they don't even know they have to tell you that there's this huge problem in Utah <laughs> out of the million kids. So, hmm, Okay. Uh, so there's that. And, uh, of course, the test is going to pick up any kind of illness. It's an illness test, not a COVID test. So they're going to pick up any single thing they can out of that test fraudulently. And uh, here we are. That's what's so sad about it. And that's why I really talked about that in my video, too, is because um, the test is so fraudulent. It's just an illness test, not a specific COVID test. It was never even meant to be that. And so here we are with they're mounting the cases it's so fraudulent. Also, Angela Dumb, Dr. Dumb. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say dumb? I meant Dunn. Angela Dunn, head of the health department in Salt Lake, um, who's who's getting a lot of money allegedly off of uh, off of this whole nightmare, um, who was installed by the CDC. She uh, said there were hundreds and hundreds of emails given to her that the parents wrote her to keep kids masked. 
But a grandma, uh, a grandma request actually only reported or un- unveiled and exposed her for the fraud that she is that 12, that she got 12 whole emails and she told everybody she was getting hundreds and hundreds of emails, hundreds and hundreds of emails lying, hundred percent lying just lying, 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 and no one's doing anything about it. And uh, Governor Herbert, that hot mess, and then uh, Governor Cox put her on a pedestal and believe everything she says and never question it. So there we are. Uh, So I just, uh, they're going to keep mounting the cases, even though nobody's really sick. Oh, no. But they're going to keep mounting the cases um, to get you to want to do the masks because they know by law they can't do it. So this will be very interesting to see how this plays out, won't it? All right. So I'd love to hear from you. Anybody have any um, um, industries that are doing great, that are doing fantastic right now, that are picking up steam right now? I want to hear about it. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Well, I just wanted to mention mm-hmm. that uh, I had seen your podcast uh, concerning your husband uh-huh. his suspected COVID. Yeah. Uh, we have three children. Um uh, 34-year-old son, a 40-year-old daughter. Actually, she would have been 41 on Monday. Mm-hmm. And a 44-year-old daughter. She spent seven years in the military. Uh-huh. She'd had 30, 30 years of uh, bronchial dilator with steroidal-based content mm-hmm. uh, directed at her by physicians for her uh, exercise-induced asthma. Mm-hmm. Uh, she went to visit uh, our son in St. George, Utah. Mm-hmm. And uh, she arrived there around the early part of November. Okay. She contracted she contracted COVID, mm-hmm. supposedly along with my son, his wife, and the whole family. Hmm. But because they're younger mm-hmm. and were in great health, um, didn't skip a beat. Right. But my daughter went do- downhill. Took herself to the emergency room three times. They got a little oxygen monitor on her finger and told her if it goes below ninety, come back. She went back. On the third time, they admitted her on around the. 24th, mm-hmm. she went into ICU on the 27th, mm-hmm. she went on the ventilator on the 28th, and she died on the 12th of December. <sighs> so sorry. Leaving behind uh, a three-year-old daughter, a six-year-old daughter, and a 17-year-old son in Germany. Husband was not able to come say goodbye, had oh. to use FaceTime. But uh, <sighs> you're spot heart. on with regards to the protocols. Thank you. Uh, passed from doctor to doctor. She ended up having strokes, brain bleeds, oh, uh, kidney failure. Uh, when the decision was made between her hus- between herself and her husband to pull the plug, because she had a prior understanding of an advanced directive, uh, she lasted one minute when taken off the ventilator. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear this. And I just it breaks my we heart. We are convinced, based on what you said, uh, hydroxychloroquine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, they help. Ivermectin. We researched ivermectin. My wife and I have been on ivermectin now. She's had three doses. I've had two since mm-hmm. uh, March. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have pill form and we have uh, injectable form, but we ingest it. Okay. And the ingestion, uh, the, the dosage is adjusted as a function of body weight, as you mentioned in right. your uh, podcast. But yeah. uh, no, no covid we uh, we're not in favor of the masks. We we think it's a total joke. Yeah, it's not science. No, nope. but you are 
spot on with regards to the protocols. Um, Thank you for these that. Doctors don't do the research that uh, Dr. Pierre Corey provides. Mm. Uh, Dr. Ryan Cole. Yes. They don't. Yeah. They haven't. They haven't. They haven't seen Sherry Tenpenny's work in terms of what this mm-hmm. supposed vaccine is actually doing. Right. Right. You're and, down. Uh, but yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm so happy that your husband dodged a bullet. Me too. And you were, you were there. Uh, so to watch out for him and to say, hey, look, uh, he's not going on the ventilator. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Uh, but I again, wish... if, if we didn't become smart on ivermectin until our daughter had already died. Oh, I'm so sorry uh, for you guys. If we'd been smarter six months earlier, she'd probably be alive today because she wouldn't have gone on the ventilator. And mm-hmm. we would have had ivermectin. We could have dosed it. I mean, I'm told that you can mess up on the dosage of ivermectin by about 40 times and still not hurt yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> You're right. Yeah, it's 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 pretty it's a it's a it's a great drug. And if you do it right and get those first three doses, that big push, I'm no doctor. I can't give medical advice again. But if yeah, you right, do that right. and then go down to the six milligrams, then a, a day, then it seems to be working for people and they stay out of the hospital. Same with budesonide. You give them budesonide and it was proven in yeah. their own report that it keeps them out of the hospital. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, you would think that the. Uh, that the the key people within our medical establishment in the United States would look at what's been done in Africa, look mm-hmm. at what's been done in rural India, and oh my goodness, heartworms. Well, right. ivermectin is the, is the weekly pill, and oh my mm-hmm. goodness, no I no uh, COVID. Why not? Right, exactly. Uh, if, it's the protocol killing people. It is not the right. actual what they're calling COVID, and that's the. I'm right. really glad you called in, and I'm so sorry for your loss. And I can't imagine what a tremendous loss you guys are dealing with. And I, I'm glad that you took the time to call me to tell me that because I get a lot of flack, and I appreciate that. I'm no. just trying to make sure people know what to do in this case scenario because they're over treating, they're over treating, and they created a protocol that's a circus, and they did it on purpose, and it's. For 341 pages and it's disastrous and the you have yes. to fight like hell yes. or you you have to fight like hell and and it's and it's hard to do but you have to know what to do and so i really appreciate you thank you i'm so glad you called well in. you know are we we have a motorhome and we hang out in northern nevada in the summertime mm-hmm. but we go okay. to arizona in the wintertime and a, a good friend of ours from church down there sent us your link to Aww. your discussion about uh you know i'm uh, so glad you know your husband right. and your situation and what you learned and so forth and we, we my, Susie, my wife and i just looked at her and said you know looked at each other and said wow i mean she we, we we, we've we've been down that path we've been oh. there, we, know, and we, we have to get a hold of you just to say hey oh. you know you're 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 spot on thank you and and god bless you for thank being you. out there telling people uh, i'm not a physician either but yeah uh you know i've I've communicated to people who've asked me i've got to go i've got to go to a break i've got to go to a break but godspeed to you thank you you. really appreciate you thank you